Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits. But before we actually get to the show, I wanted to remind you guys that Talking in Bits is completely 100% audience funded. What that basically means is, is that you will never have to sit through no ads while you're listening to Talking in Bits. And the only way we can continue to do that and have been able to do that is with contributions and donations with great listeners such as yourself. So in order to keep that spirit alive, there's a few ways that you can actually donate to the show. My favorite way is podcasting 2.0 apps. There's a bunch of them out there, but my two favorite are Fountain App and Breeze. And with these apps, it's basically like any other podcasting app. You can subscribe to Talking in Bits. Um, you can load up some sats into the wallet and you can set how many sats per minute you think Talking in Bits is worth or how much value you're receiving from Talking in Bits. You can do this from both of those apps. Another really cool feature in, the, in these apps, these podcast 2.0 apps, is the boost feature. And what the boost feature is, is basically you get to pick a certain amount of sets that you want to send in and you can embed a message inside of that transaction into the show. And what I'm going to do is week to week, the best ones that come in, I'm going to read them and give shout outs here live on the show. So that's another way that you can help keep this ad free um, and keep this content rolling. Uh, if you're not using the podcast 2.0 apps, then you can head on over to talkingandbits.com backslash donate. And there you'll find various links to be able to send in Lightning, to be able to send on-chain, and even a Paynim. So go check out the, the website. That's another way to contribute. And if you're listening to us on the legacy outlets like YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, then you could do the good old-fashioned leave a review, share, subscribe. All that stuff helps and helps us float up higher so more people can get this value and more people can get everything that we want to provide to our listeners. So once again, we appreciate you. The only reason we've been able to keep this up is because of y'all, and we want to keep that going for as long as we can. All right, without further ado, on to this week's episode. I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply. By its design, the total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, our side chain with the solo rips. Welcome to Solo Rip 14. Appreciate you all as always. I appreciate all the avid listeners that we've been having. Um, the people that actually respect real, refreshing Bitcoin talk, especially in a bear market when it's all shitcoin, and we're going to get into some of that here. So I highly respect the signal that I'm getting from the listeners. I appreciate that you appreciate how raw and honest I am. I will never <laughs> give you anything other than raw and honesty because not only is this my platform that I built from the ground up, but I'm not depending on no cuck bucks. I'm not depending on any type of donations or payments. I do this stuff because I actually love Bitcoin and I actually want to help other Bitcoiners with my experience. And I've been very fortunate to be able to be elbow to elbow with some of the most premier people in the space, true Bitcoin maxis. I work with them every single day, elbow to elbow, and I get to soak this in. And I know not everybody, whether you're newer on this journey or you're later on this journey, I know that a lot of people don't have or are as fortunate to have the opportunities and the exposure uh, in these conversations that I have. So that's really what this platform here is about. It's about bringing on a lot of signal, Bitcoin only talk, but also being a call out the bullshit and the buffoonery 
Shout out to the listener who uh, <laughs> sent me a boost for the word buffoonery. Uh, I want to be able to call that stuff out. So, you know, like like Jay-Z once said, Hove did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. So I have preview and I get ears and I get uh, people to talk to me about these things so I don't have to go through it. And I feel it's my duty to make sure that y'all don't have to go through it. So as I always tell y'all, in the beginning, Cap, you guys know how to donate to the show. That's the only way we keep the lights on. If you get any value from the show, definitely stream it in. Definitely boost in the questions. I'll read them here. I'll answer the best I can. Um, you can be part of the show and you know give some ideas, and I'll give you some splits so you can earn some passive sats. That's something that I'm really passionate about lately is being able to contribute to the listeners back because you guys make this happen. So I want to make something happen to you so you can earn some passive income that way. Reach out to me at Deathbed on Twitter. Uh, talking in bits on Twitter. Either one, I answer both DMs and uh, we can go from there. Uh, but let me know if you like this or you don't like this. On today's episode, a little bit lighthearted, uh, happy news, and then right to the fucking shits. Uh, bear markets bring, I say, the most entertainment in Bitcoin because we get to see the charlatans get exposed. We get to see the charlatan companies get exposed. Uh, uh, and it's fun for me as a Bitcoiner, but hopefully you get some signal out of this and avoid getting rug pulled by these people in your day to day. Also, you can take these conversations over the weekend, you know, to the barbecue that you're attending, especially here on the 4th of July coming up uh, and be able to rant about these things that you heard here on the show. And that's another reason I have this side chain. Don't forget about the main chain, though. Fantastic interviews there. Uh, last week, I had LC Hotto on. Uh, really good friend, LC Hotto. Always comes with a bunch of signal. Um, he talked about homesteading. Talk about, you know, growing your own stuff and basically not getting rug pulled in life. And then we get a little spicy and we start to talk about some of these uh, shitty influencers. So go check out that episode. Uh, definitely enjoy LC. Uh, got a really good conversations coming up in the next few weeks. Pay attention to the main chain. Uh, but... Thanks for the love here on the side chain. So without further ado, uh, the first graduation class in El Salvador, um, me, Primer Bitcoin, uh, graduated. We had some of the individuals from Unchained Capital. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to David, uh, who went out there and were able to be a part of that opening class. Um, I don't know the details about it specifically, but all I can see in this situation is signal, signal, signal. Uh, this is how we win. We help empower, especially the younger generation, but all you know, people that are willing to learn about this, you know, life-saving technology, number go up technology, freedom technology, sovereign technology, all these these metaphors that perfectly align with Bitcoin and it brings out the best of us. And this is the truly best of us to be able to teach people how to work with the Bitcoin network, but also how to have private keys, because that's something that not only am I passionate of in my day job, but out of my day job as well is getting private keys in the hands of as many people as possible. Because when you gain that ownership and you become more powerful, um, when you become more powerful and holding your wealth and literally in the palm of your hands or in your brain, as their Gigi would like to say with the words, um, then it empowers you in other areas of life. So I think the beginning is owning your own private keys. And I think it trickles down from there after that. So, you know, Shout out to that first graduating class. Uh, this is how we win. Let's continue to do this in our everyday life. If you get anything from this show is, should be signal that you can go ahead and pass on to your family members. Them. That's how networks work, right? Then pass on to the next person, pass on to the next person. And we don't want to pass on buffoonery and shit cornery like Pomp and, and, and Jay Will and those guys or whatever, which are literally just in it for the cuck. I still saw Pomp sometime during this week in a video that was basically saying with his wife, which is like, man, have a spine, man. 
have a freaking spine. Not only are you spineless, but now you're going to drag your wife into it. But how they're going to sit there and basically say that the 250K or whatever that was uh, a loan or bailout that BlockFi got just meant that they were growing and they were escalating and bang, bang, and all this other stupid shit that he says and they just skyrocket to the moon. And man, shut up forever. Shut up forever. You've done enough to ruin the fucking shit out of the majority of people's lives. I even remember my old co-host when I was first getting it down the Bitcoin rabbit hole telling me that BlockFi and 6% and ex-co-host, you see where I'm getting at here, right? And, 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 and you know, all compass mining and this is all coming. You This is all on record. You can check it out. And by the way, just to clear up anybody who would try to get this and try to start some shit, Ben's a great dude. Like we still talk from now and then. So there's no, but as you can see, the information and the resources that were falling on his lap that he was providing, not only the listeners to the show, but me as a person allowing me to get rug pulled was just a lot of shit, cornery shit. One of the first few things somebody, including him, ever put me onto was the Pomp Show. Shitcoin, BlockFi, Shitcoin, Compass, Shitcoin, right? Like these things. And, and I'm here battling Signal. I'm here like saying, no, we, we don't do that. We do Unchained Capital. No, we don't do that. We do Co-Card. No, we don't do that. We self-mine, right? now, and it was just Shitcoin, Shitcoin, right? And that's something that I'm sure most of y'all listeners are dealing with every single day. Continue to fight against that shit cornery. Pomp, shut up forever. Um, but this is, you know, this graduation class gives me hope because there is Bitcoiners out there and there are newly freshly minted Bitcoin maxis um, graduated, literally, that are going to continue to spread Satoshi's word and are going to get us eventually to the point where we win. And then the thing is, is that the shitcoiners are going to come around when we win and basically try to act like they were with us the whole time and they were trying to help us win the whole time. And that's going to be comical. And that's why we got to keep an eye out for these charlatans and, and make sure that we give them no slack and make sure that we call them out whenever they try to do the bullshit that it is that they're doing out here. And there's a bunch of them. There's the famous ones, but there's a bunch of them. They're all out here. From person to person, people you know, to the like the charlatans of the world like Jay Will and Pomp and those guys. I talked about it in the episode with LC. You could call me, they can call me a brokey, they could call me non-capitalist, they could call me whatever the hell they say. But those people that say capitalists and make a living off rug pulling people only say that to cover up the trust. And I read that somewhere earlier today, and that was 100 to whoever posted that. They're just covering up their insecurities and their spineless behavior. So keep that in mind. Shout out to the first graduating class of El Salvador. I didn't want to mix that news up with, you know, these charlatans. But that's the signal, right? These kids graduating and being able to have Bitcoiners like, you know, Tyler and David from Unchained Capital and many others. I think they flew around from all over the world to be able to greet them on their graduation, which is super dope, and be able to share and show them that this is indeed the way and we will win and we will solve money, right? Which is the biggest problem in the world is the fiat dollar. We will solve it. So shout out to them. Shout out to anybody who made that happen, who put that together, who saw it through till the end. Um, and, and, and I'm super humble. And that was really, really, really happy news for me. So now on to just the shit coins, right? I remember a while back, and this this episode of this social clip of Talking in Bits, I don't remember what episode it was, went a little bit viral. I remember going back and talking about compass mining and my experience and how shitty of an experience that company provides to the people that pay harder money, sometimes Bitcoin, to them. 
and it hasn't changed one bit in maybe a year's time or whatever. They continue to treat their clients like shit. They continue to lie about basically your money that you've been giving to them that they have on their books. And now we're starting to see that Mount Gox situation happening in the mining space. And Compass Mining is going to be the, the the guinea pig to show us that not your hash, not your miner, uh, all that stuff, not your rack space, not your mi- all that stuff. Uh, all that applies here. And Compass Mining is seemingly going down in a Mount Gox situation where, you know, the miners that are in their custody could end up being confiscated. And basically they're going to rug pull everybody who's a compass miner. I have one left with them. So there you go. I'm probably going to get rug pulled. Um, and this is crazy. This is just a crazy scenario. So let's kind of go through here and then we're going to spill over into not only compass mining's fuck up, but like how this goes to to uh, when it comes to advertising, right? So the Compass Mining fuck up, you know, Gibbs, um, first of all, is dynamic mining basically, like, I don't know if they're supposed to legally be doing this, and I'm not a legal professional, so I don't really know, but um, they basically um, came out and just said, enough's enough. Compass Mining, as of July 14th, you can't mine here in Maine uh, um, because you have six late payments, and I put the the link here in the show notes, six late payments and three non-payments. So while Compass is taking money up front from people, sometimes months in advance, an example is you pay now, your miner doesn't go on until August, maybe September, right? And a lot of people are agreeing to this because they just want to get on. First of all, that's a bad idea because difficulty is un... You can't really guess difficulty and the numbers that you ran when you bought your miner today may not apply. It may be either more advantageous or not advantageous when it comes to the time your miner comes online. So that's just a bad idea anyways. But... Not only is Compass Mining taking money from people ahead of time, they're not even paying the bills, man. So y'all got this money and y'all not even, according to Dynamic Mining, y'all not even paying the bills with that money that you got. So what are you doing with this mining money? So I was talking to an individual earlier and I was like, look, this is just what I think happens in the background. So I think you buy 90 terahash miner. They give you a miner that's on his last legs, meaning they plug you into a miner that equals 90 terahashes that's on his last legs. They use your money to maybe buy a brand new 90 terahash miner. But what they're basically doing is, is they're either fulfilling their VIP packages with those miners or they're using it for self uh, uh, purposes. And if they don't need that new miner, they may even be pocketing the money and giving you that miner that's on its last legs. And then in a few months, and I know personally a bunch of people that this has happened to, they reach out to you and say, your miner's not performing well. We need to send it off to Bitmain or whatever. And you paid for a brand new miner. And without your knowledge, because there's no transparency whatsoever, there's no serial numbers, there's nothing that they give you, you now have a miner that's on its last legs that now you have to repair and you have to go under hashing. Mind you, while you still pay for the compass mining fee. Jose, why would you think that way? You can't be thinking. Because there's no transparency and because their client support is shit. And they are also non-transparent. That's why I can think that way. So shortly after that, you know, I don't have it in front of me here, but Compass released a a letter. Let's see if I have the link here because I do try to keep track of this stuff for y'all. They come out with a letter basically saying, oh, uh, um, they basically come out basically saying that Wick Gibbs, which is a charlatan of all charlatans, if you ask me, he was the guy during my last uh, rip uh, on them uh, a few months back that I was basically saying was on the Discord telling people to kick rocks. You either like it or you go, right? Like, that's the type of shitty CEO that he was, that he was in there talking to average people like you and I, telling them to kick rocks, 
right? When most of them have already given them their money. Meaning that Whit Gibbs was like sitting on people's money, telling them to kick rocks while he sat there and burned their money out. So with all this pressure, he was by the, because the board forced him to basically was uh, uh, step down. Fuck that. He should have been fired. Fuck step down. Because if I'm not mistaken, and we see this with the Googles of the world and all that, when they step down, they still keep, they still keep all their incentives and all their packages and, and, and benefits that they have for being part of the company when they should be fired for treating clients like that in the very first place. That's the example that this guy was setting. He was on Twitter telling people to kick rocks. He was on Discord telling people to kick rocks. By the way, there's no Discord anymore. Where the hell can we vent now? Where the hell can we hold people accountable? We can't screen cap anymore. All this nonsense, all this buffoonery because it's gone now. Right? So you see this domino of shit just going downhill. Right? But you can still go on Compass's website and still buy a miner to go online in August. And they'll still take your money. And then they released a statement saying that they aligned brand new people. Uh, Thomas Heller, which no confidence behind that guy either. He was part of the Charlatan Axe as well. Now they've been promoted and they're actively trying to save the brand of Compass and all that. I don't know if y'all can save this. I think it's way too much damage. I'm sure a really big dog can come in here and buy the pieces of y'all that they actually find credible and worth it and maybe rebrand and change the name. But I think your guys' bread has been buttered. I think you guys are toast here. And this is just an example how that continues to go downhill for Compass. If you're part of Compass, I've reached out to them because I have I have solo mining. They're actually happening here. So I have my own. Not all my miners are encompassed, but the ones that are or the one that is, I've reached out to them to basically say, hey, a year has come up. Let me get my miner back. And although they keep telling people that we're here to serve you, I have still yet to hear a response from that, nor do I expect to get a response anytime soon. Right. I got a fellow pleb that has a uh, has a miner that's been taken offline for four months. They said it would take one month. It's been four months. He's been paying the compass invoice. He gets no type of response on customer support. He goes on Twitter, says at one time, they come in the DM to say, DM us, we'll get this fixed soon. I spoke to him this morning. Even though he DM'd them, they still haven't responded. Let's call a spade a spade, right? We're supposed to be doing that here. We're going to call these people out. Charlatans, people that are deserve to be in the pomp criteria, uh, compass mining, charlatans. You guys are a bunch of shit corners. You guys have, are really rug pulling everybody. But the bear market shows us that. Um, the Nick uh, uh, Nick Carter situation happened last night. I don't know much about that. But the bear market shows us who's real and who's not. One company's real and what company's not. If you're an unchained client, check out the email Parker Lewis sent out to y'all this morning, handwritten by him, by the way. And then compare that with the other shitcoin companies out here. And you let me know who's real, who's not. What Bitcoiners are here to make this thing get to the, the next level, which ones are not. Um, this ties into advertisers. As you guys know, I take no advertisement here and this is for a reason. I can say what I want and I can do what I want and nobody can tell me shit about shit, right? Now, all the advertisers uh, uh, that that stroked Compass, uh, McCormick, which goes up in that criteria, you guys know how I feel about him. Uh, Pish got put out there. I don't really know about that. I don't really listen to Preston Pish that often. So, uh, But a few people got put under the gauntlet of, y'all were stroking Compass. Y'all were saying that you have your miners through Compass and y'all should go through. So now how do your listeners feel, right, when they may potentially be rug pulled or when their hash is getting toyed with and getting fucked with? This is why value for value and podcasting index is magical. And I know I like to say fountain a lot, but check out podcast index backslash apps and you'll notice that this fight, this revolution for podcasting is not centralized. 
Fountain is not the only boy on the block. Uh, Breeze is not the only boy on the block. And if any of those try to turn shit cornery, the free market will always win. And we will go to the one that honors Bitcoin and its properties and value for value to its core. But this is what it's about, y'all. You should be able to stream McCormick sats. And, and if you do now, you shouldn't because he's just shit coining and taking sats. But you should be able to listen to an episode like this, decide what you want to offer and give it up. You can interact with the podcast or the show by asking questions through a boost and interact like that. You can get a split by designing cover art and giving topic ideas and doing stuff like that by contributing to these podcasts. You don't have to sit there and listen to their nonsense advertisements, their cuckbuck chasing in order you know, for, for, for you to be able to enjoy really good content. Most of these services are cuck services. That's why they got the most money to be able to pay podcasters because they make their money off of the back of the other, you know, the regular people like you and I, right? Enough with that model. Enough with the advertisement model. And when it comes to a creator, right? So I, I just don't want to be one-sided for the listeners to the McCormacks of the world, to these people of the world. Well, this protects you from this nonsense happening, Right? So you either vet your advertisers wholeheartedly so you don't need to run into this bullshit, right? Or you just obtain a value-for-value model where you trust in your listener and you understand that if the value is really worth it, the listener is going to give it to you. Apparently, a lot of these podcasters either are not tuned to value-for-value, which means that they're just not listening, or they don't trust their audience enough to say, hey, support me. Hey, if you like this content, like this show, if you like this content, stream me some sets. Let me know. Be a part of the show so that we can continue to grow this together. I trust y'all to make talking in bits the show that it is. I don't trust advertisers, right? Oh, Jose, but if the bag comes your way, you're going to... No! No, because the way I've set up my life, I'm not expecting this podcast to pay my bills and feed my children and feed my wife. I do this podcast off of the strength, like I said earlier in the show, for y'all. So that means I got to trust y'all to let me know how much value it is that you're getting from this show. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what these podcasters to do. So just to kind of tie that in together, shitcoin companies exist. Your advertising revenue coming from them may be fantastic when the bull market is in effect because they're making money, you're making money, right? But... When the bear market comes into play and they're getting squeezed, you're, you're going to see some shitty behavior and then you're going to get squeezed for advertising them. So why put yourself in that position if you actually care about your audience and you actually care about your listeners? Right? You could be pop and not give a shit about your audience or your listeners right? and pay for follows and do all that bullshit. Or you could be, I guess, me and not care about that stuff and actually provide value and expect not to live off my listeners but to be able to give them value because I want to. Right? And if we want to do, to loop back to the El Salvador graduation class, if we want to give more signal, if we want this thing to win, we need more of this. We need more of listeners like y'all. We need more of the graduating class. We need more of the OGs that get it, right? We need more uh, of, of the businesses that get it, right? That have stuck to the ethos and have followed the ethos to a T that spread the word of Satoshi every single day. We need more of that and we need less shit cornery. We don't need the bear market to tell us that. We need to spot it and we need to call it out. I'm on a mission to do that with the show and whenever I can. Not really on Twitter that often, so I, I'm not as good as y'all. But if you, if, you, if you want some action, 
Call out the, the charlatans where you call out the charlatans. We need to do that for Bitcoin. That's part of it. That's the immune system of Bitcoin so that the McCormick's, the Pomps, the, those people of the world are not able to rug pull people for cuck bucks and not able to live off your back, right? They're able to give you value, live off you know other business ventures that they have and not have to rely on you to support their nonsense. Oh, no, but I like McCormack, Jose. Oh, no, but he has, you know, these great Bitcoiners on. It is what it is. You guys, it's a free market. You guys do what it is you need to do. But he also told you Compass was it. He continues to tell you that he keeps his coin at Gemini. He's sold you ledgers before. He's doing all that stuff before. And in the example I told you, I had my co-host basically doing that to me personally. And I had to avoid that because that's the opposite of orange pilling. That's fiat chasing you decide what you want to do I want to move away from a fiat standard so that we can bring some type of normalcy to this world and we could empower people they want to line their pockets with fiat and fill up their bags so that they can go around in their Lamborghinis and show off to their fellow entrepreneurs and say that they're doing something virtuous when actually they're just living off the back of other people it's a free market Y'all decide. We need more signal. We need less noise. With that, that wraps up Solo Rip 14. I always appreciate y'all for listening. Check us out on the podcast 2.0 apps. Any of them work. If you love this value, feel free to stream sats to us. If you want to take part of the show, reach out to me so we can set something up and you can get some passive sats. Uh, boost us some questions. We'll read them on the show. Um, all of that stuff. This is you, the listener me, the creator, and we work together to make this thing the very best. That's the only way it should work. If you don't follow us and you're not in the position to be able to donate to the show or stream us some sets, check us out on the legacy outlets. We're on all of them, you know, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, like, rate, share, and subscribe. That actually helps to get the signal across and helps those algorithms. But if you want to do yourself a favor, you should move on to the Bitcoin standard of things. Bitcoin TV for 4K video and... You know, podcast 2.0 apps. I like Fountain Breeze in order to be able to get a little bit of lightning taste, but be able to keep these lights on and be able to be a part of the show. Appreciate y'all as always. Keep an eye out for the main chain. Some really good conversations coming up. Uh, that ends with Solo Rip 14. Till next time, y'all. Later.